podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. All right, welcome back to the show. How's it going, man? Yes. Yes, it's going it's going well. It's going well. Uh I'm busy packing the house for a reason that you can probably guess. Why does somebody pack a house? You're moving. We're moving. <laughs> yeah. Did I mention that on the podcast yet? No, we haven't talked about it. No, I don't I don't think we have. Yeah, uh my family and I are moving not mm-hmm. too far, uh, a few miles a few miles uh south of my current location into a bigger house because you know what happens when after you're married for several years and you have a couple kids, the stuff just keeps piling up and piling up into the point where you go, I didn't realize this house was so small. Yeah, it's easy to grow out of a house. It is. It is. And it's, we don't live. It, it, this is not like this house is plenty big for um, probably a family of three, I would say. But we have just like outgrown it to the point where it's like uncomfortable, where like I'm stepping over toys. So anyway, after all the saga of looking for houses over the last year, we finally found a place. So I'm now surrounded by boxes. I'm coming to you live from Box Central. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pack because you're not you're not moving out officially for like like a month or so, right? Correct. So I still need to live here. Yeah, so for you, another month. It's hard to pack stuff up that you're like, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to use this again before mm-hmm. we move. So like the kitchen is like the the last day. Yep. Or at least the last like couple days. You know, you're like, all right, we're going to pack up pretty much everything out of the kitchen and only order food from, for like the next couple of days. No, we, and, and that, that's absolutely right because that's pretty much the last thing it's going to go. But my wife and I, we, I think we did it right this time because last time I moved, we had to do everything in one day. We had to close on two different houses one, in one day and move because literally every family was moving on the exact same day into the house that we closed on. This time we have... Uh, we have almost two weeks to do our move. So we're, we're going to officially own the other house, but we'll still be in this one. So we can use those two weeks to move. So we've no running around for like 24 hours with pulling your hair out, trying to move from one house to the other. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really I, glad about that. Yeah. You will be able to move some stuff, but it will be, I would say that 70% of it, honestly, uh, is still going to be concentrated like one day. Because it will be because you're not going to move your couch. You're not going to move your bed. Like that's right. going to be like the big move day. Like, so you're right, still going to have right. that day and it's going to suck. Are you hiring movers? Or are you doing it yourself? Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> I've never, um, I've never hired a mover. We've always had like friends with, you know, trucks or trailers and, uh, you know, family members that have, you know, equipment like that. And, uh, we've always, always done it ourselves. I, well, more seriously, more power <laughs> to you because there are very few things in this world that make me more irritated than moving. Yeah. So it is, it is quite the process. And you always, you tend to you end up breaking stuff. Like we, yeah. we've broken dishes and stuff on moves. Table legs, right? Table Slamming legs. Slamming it off the side of a door or something, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, I'm excited you guys are getting a new place. I can't wait to check it out because uh, you have like a bit of like a man cavey kind of area in the basement, right? You were saying? Yes. So, I, I anyone who's seen my house now knows I kind of have like a sloppily made 
man cave in the basement. This hey, place it has, works. It works. It works. <laughs> we had we've we've had a lot of fun here, mm-hmm. and I, I have some, I have some amazing memories of this house. But my new place has, uh, well, called carpet. Carpet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drywall. I think it's called carpet and drywall. Yeah. But it's a it's a great quote unquote man cave and entertaining area. So I mean, obviously, it's not just reserved for me, and you know, clearly the whole family can use it. But it is a great entertaining area downstairs, and I'm looking forward to having you up. Yeah, see, I'm excited because well, not only just to hang out down there, but when we when we need to do a show like from Erie, like if we have like an Erie guest, and maybe it's going to be easier for them. Yes, exactly. Not have to drive down to me. We can do it yep. right in your basement. It's going to be awesome. Yep, and it's carpeted and it absorbs sound. It's gonna be it's gonna be good stuff. Sweet. Yeah. So uh I guess uh what are we doing this show? Oh we're, uh Groundhog Day just happened. Yep, yes it did. And that little bastard saw his shadow, which means saw his shadow. Means six more weeks of winter. How correct how scientific it's always, it's always, is this? Uh not. <laughs> it's not at all. That's a weird tradition, really. Do you just want to get into it and then we'll we'll kinda of go over what we're gonna talk about next? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Groundhog Day, which it's Groundhog Day. And, you know, it often gets mixed up with like Groundhog's Day, ground, Groundhog Days. Groundhog Groundhog Day. Groundhog. <laughs> but it's it's Groundhog Day. It's singular. La Groundhog Day, which is yeah, French. Yeah, which is French. For. Exactly. <laughs> for the Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, is that what it means? No, oh. I don't know. Oh, I thought it went, I thought it meant the um the, the donut. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the donut. Uh yeah, so what like you see you pulled it you found an article or something right about about Groundhog Day? I did. So this is right from our local news. Like, this like is history, po- like how it started, like that kind of stuff? A little bit. It it they they do they do kind of backtrack a little bit to kind of explain where it comes from. 1886 okay. was the first Groundhog Day to appear um in the local newspaper in Punxsutawney. And then it, hundred and it's been the same Punxsutawney Phil. Technically, clearly, it hasn't actually like been the same. Forty hundred thirty, yeah, hundred thirty-seven years okay. of tradition, according to the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club. Which, if you ever see this thing, it is the most bizarre. Like everybody's seen the was it Bill Bill Murray, right? Yeah, did the yeah the movie. It's they did a very very accurate depiction of Groundhog Day. It is just this kind of bizarre tradition where a bunch of I think it's men. I don't. I don't even think there's any women in the circle. Maybe there is now. I'm not sure. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I mean, times have changed. They don't let women in. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture here, and I don't see any women in the circle. But that doesn't mean there are. Is that from any. like the 1800s, where it was like all guys in like suits and top hats? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's all it's all dudes in suits and top hats, and they circle around this groundhog, and they basically pull it out of a hole in the ground. I don't know if it's a hole. It's probably a den of some sort. And then they make some statement that he saw his shadow or not. How do they determine that? Does the groundhog actually, like, do something specific? And like, oh, like, does he point? Or, is, you know what I mean? Like, what what happens? He just gets around and sniffs. And the and what the guys that are there are like, I think, did he see it? I don't know. Did he? He's like, yo, he definitely this saw is, it. The way I'm reading this is l- literally just take him out. And if it's a sunny day, someone after a minute or two will declare, you know, he saw his shadow. And then they all like hold him up and everyone claps. And I, you know, I'm assuming there's some partying and festivities that go on, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's, which is ever since I've been a kid, that has always been like the strangest thing to me because if he sees his shadow, it's the opposite of what you think it is. 
Right. Yeah. Because right. you're thinking like, oh, it's sunny out. It's gonna be uh, uh it's gonna be summer sooner. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's not. No. Nope. So, so you're actually kind of hoping for like a really cloudy day. And do you think maybe they just like take a peek at the uh, farmer's almanac? Hmm. And they're like, okay, like it's like just just so he can look like he's telling the truth. Hmm. Um. You know, we're gonna say what the farmer's almanac says it's gonna be. I. I have to think that that's part of it. It has right? to be. I mean, I mean, he has a 50-50 chance of getting it right or wrong, but uh, do, do they give the stats? Like, like how often is he is he correct? Terrible. It's actually terrible. Oh, is it really? Yeah. And, and <laughs> in right. fact, most, most of the time that he's predicted, uh, let's see, he has seen his shadow the most as he has predicted a longer winter, 106, 84% of the time before 2023. Okay. And the, the record, like, if you actually look at the weather of those years— it was never, not never. I mean, he gets it right sometimes. Well, but eventually, never, yeah. Like, right, exactly. Right. I mean, roll the dice, right? Yeah, but but he predicts it incorrectly more than he does correctly. Correct. Right. Right. Your statement is correct. correct. All right. All right. Okay. Tony Phil is incorrect most of the time. So people aren't there, like, to to celebrate this like tradition because he's actually going to figure it out. They're just there no. because it's tradition. <laughs> exactly. Okay, all right. Probably one of the, I mean, you and I have done an episode before on weird, weird, strange, funny, interesting traditions. This has to still rank up there is, is in one of the most bizarre. It is, yeah. Like, you don't, you know, when you're growing up and, and you know, it's, it's Groundhog Day and, you know, it, it, you don't really think too much about it. You're like, oh, he, he saw his shadow or he didn't see a shadow, you know, spring's coming sooner yeah, you don't really put too much uh, into the the whole thing, but as you get older, you start thinking about how bizarre the tradition is, and that it became like a national like thing, like it's it's on the calendar as oh, Groundhog yeah. Day. Yeah, like what? <laughs> right? I mean, the more you think about it, the less sense it makes. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, and I'm glad people get together and have fun. That's really the point, right? Because a small town in Pennsylvania, 140 years ago, decided to take take the guess right. of a of right. a rodent. To determine the weather and and now everybody <laughs> just goes with it like it's weird it is weird <laughs> it is weird and and you know what though you use it as an excuse to maybe throw your own party right exactly yeah that's all it is like i said no one's there to really hear the you know the the, the groundhog's <laughs> forecast but no there's his uh his you know fortune telling of the of the yeah. weather to come but yeah so there you go groundhog saw so a shadow you know settle in for six more weeks people or not. <laughs> right. We don't know either. <laughs> yeah. Nor does he really. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, for the show, we have a pile of weird news. We have not done a good weird news segment in a while. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have some. And the, one of the main stories that we saw just falls right into weird news. So we're throwing it in there. Uh, and then we're going to end, if we have enough time, with uh, some icebreakers. Oh, icebreakers. What one of my favorites that I'm glad we're bringing back today. Yeah. Or whenever yeah. it occurs. Well, yeah, I mean hopefully we can get to it today. But yeah, if you're if you're newer to the show and you have not heard our icebreakers segment, uh we find uh we find silly questions on the internet that uh, are apparently suitable for that conversation icebreaker when you bump into somebody. Yep. And yeah, we like you to see a test buddy that you haven't seen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you see a buddy that you haven't seen and like 15 years, you got it. You need an icebreaker. We're here to help you at your next awkward encounter. That's right. And we're going to test them out. Uh, so, yeah, we, we also like to put ourselves into like just 
different situations to kind of make them sound a little bit more interesting. Well, I mean, we, you've got to be prepared. <laughs> got to be prepared. Like, you never know when you're going to be an icebreaker, whether it's at a bar or a coffee shop yeah. or a class reunion. A wedding. Yeah, you never know. Anything. Yeah, an apocalypse. But anyway, uh, yeah, so, all right, let's move. <laughs> <laughs> the apocalypse. The apocalypse. All right, well, let's jump. Let's jump into this weird news, man. We got We got to get rolling on this. We got some stories. So here we go. From all across the world, there are stories to be told: the strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. It's back. Yes, it's it back. is. Oh. Never gets old. I love that. Well, I think we veered away from weird news there for a while because the end of the year, we had a lot of bunch of things to talk about, but I'm just glad we're doing it this week because there is is so much to talk about. There is, and, and it really does seem to kind of come in like droves. Like like sometimes yep. there's just nothing. It's feast or famine with weird news, it seems like. It do, it's very true. All right, so the, the first story we're going to jump right into uh, is, you know, it's definitely the most important one to talk about, so I don't want to... I don't want to shortchange it. So if we got to skip a couple later, we will. But yeah, so actually my wife sent this to me and I sent this to you. So why don't you take the lead on this one and uh, let me know. This is uh this is the um this is the woolly man story. Okay, I was gonna say I want to make sure we're talking about the same one here before I before I like go into like the wrong one and you're like right. what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, guy survives a trip on the ocean for tw- no, it's like no, not that one. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. So. A billion-dollar startup plans to bring the dodo and other extinct animals, such as the woolly mammoth, back from the dead. That is correct. Yes. And that le- 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 legitimately, that's what they're trying to do. Not like, oh, we're, we're going to bring back um, a cousin of it or, you know, we're going to change the genome of, a, of, a, of a, a creature that's alive today. No, they've sequenced the entirety of like the dodo bird, for instance, mm-hmm. they claim they can, they're claiming they can do it with the woolly mammoth. They just need to figure out the final step now that they've sequenced these creatures. They need to exact how to put this genome sequence into a living embryo, which sounds exactly like what they did in Jurassic Park. Yes, I was going to say, this Park. sounds familiar. Uh, it is the exact plot of jurassic park yeah it's it is it's it's this the is same happening like they're they're gonna what, what, what they say in the article de-extinct or unextinct something yeah like okay yeah my okay so uh, th- they had their reasons i kind of brushed through the article uh they're saying that like uh, specifically the woolly mammoth there's something about it that, that that has like a an ecological impact when it when it is living when it's doing what mm-hmm. it does mm-hmm they want to benefit from this this animal's habits and what it does to uh you know to the uh to the world to the to the climate yeah, i guess the, so like the environment right yeah whatever yeah the environment the climate whatever you want to call it like it has like climate benefits which is very bizarre i don't know how they figured this out but anyway which okay i guess is weird but but what impact is bringing back an animal such as the woolly mammoth what what is it going to have on the world like what will it affect other than the climate or the, you know, the environment, is it going to have more of an impact than they planned on? You know what I mean? Like, cause they introduced, that's, that's right. They introduced like uh, like, Oh, like let's bring this, uh, uh, this toad to, 
you know, this part of the world that it's not supposed yeah. to be in because and there it just is a ravages something, right? Yeah. Because like, there's like this, uh, uh, an insect problem that we, that these things, they love to eat those insects. So we're going to put them over there. Then all of a sudden they have a huge toad problem because there's no, like, uh, no predators for it. Nothing eats it. And, you know, not that the, the woolly mammoth is going to spread like, uh, like toads, but I feel like there's, maybe there's not enough information to go off of yet. It's tough because you just, because unless it literally exists, it's hard to make an assessment on exactly what its impact would be, right? And it's, these, these impact assessments are often, like, you, could, you can kind of take some things at face value, but it's the things, it's the unknown, what we like to call, uh, whether it's what I do at work or in science, right? It's the unknown unknowns, right? Yeah, like, oh, this thing, this thing really likes to eat this particular plant that we didn't know it liked to eat. Exactly. And that was the food source for something else. And now right. it is dying off. And that has an impact because something else ate that. And that, like, it could be just a huge snowball effect. We don't know. Like Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what was the phrase? Your scientists were too preoccupied with, with whether they could. They didn't stop to think if they should. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, I think that's exactly it. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you, Jeff Goldblum, for those words of wisdom. And, and you should think about that, scientists, because where does it end? If, they're, if they start with the woolly mammoth and then they bring back the dodo bird, all right? I mean, the dodo bird, wh it, why? Why do they need the dodo bird? Well, I guess one of the things that the company claims they would be able to do, though, and, and this is actually would be a benefit, is so to kind of look at the other side, right? Why the dodo bird? I actually yeah. don't know why the dodo bird. Like, why, right? What's just to bring it, right? just to bring it back. I mean, of course you could throw a why question at, at a lot of things we do in science, right? Sure. So, so it's, it's, I think there's two sides of the coin there, but what they want to do. So a lot of what they're, cause they have received a lot of the criticism that you're talking about right now, but what they claim they'll be able to do is if they exact this science, think of an animal species that is almost extinct, right? Okay. They could save it sooner rather than later. Okay, that I see. Okay, I can get behind that because, you know, they're still here. You know, I, I don't know. Like, my worry is, what, like, like again, not to keep talking about Jurassic Park, but, but you, you give them the green light to do this. Where do they stop? Mm -hmm. Like, they're all going to be, like, sitting around the, you know, the lab kind of scratching their chins. And, like, why don't we, why don't we bring back the, uh, the saber-toothed tiger? Like, why not? Like, let's, let's see what happens. <laughs> right, and then it gets off It gets off the island, right? Right, yeah, yeah, it gets off the island, then we got Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> Seven I don't know, I, at this point. Yeah, or I guess that'd be three, but anyway. Um, but yeah, or no, it was two. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like there there definitely has to be some uh, some some very stern rules on, on what they can do, and I'm sure there will be, because they can't just go willy-nilly, you know, trying to trying to bring stuff back from from extinction you know i don't know maybe it's a, it is a very complex question in, in in multiple ways just from a scientific perspective and of course like you have the morality of it right and the, and bringing back extinct species that are going to be shoved into an environment that they're not I, I hate to say this but that may have changed since they were there right yeah. whether whether it's the atmosphere or the environment or anything right you're bringing something back that hasn't been alive for. Well, the dodo bird is 
I forget when it went extinct. It wasn't it wasn't that long ago, but the woolly mammoth clearly was much longer. Yeah, they they say like the woolly mammoth, you know, they predict, you know, it could have been ten thousand years ago, it could have been a thousand years ago. Like they don't have an exact like date on that guy. Right. It's a that's more of a ballpark figure. It is. Say. Yeah. They they got like a nine thousand year window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which, like which when you talk <laughs> about stuff like that, a nine thousand year window is like a nine year window, right? When it you is. start getting into orders of magnitude like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, a thousand years ago was a long, long time ago. Yeah. So I mean, it could have been. Who knows? But anyway, uh, yeah. So maybe maybe some final thoughts on on that, and we can jump into some other stories too. Anything you my got? final. My final, excuse me. My final thought is, I think it's, I think it's really interesting. Um, they still have a big challenge to overcome, which is the, the actual literal part of Jurassic Park that they claim they solved. Remember how they took frogs in Jurassic Park and they just inserted the DNA, or they, or they had the DNA and they just inserted DNA from frogs. Yeah. Whatever, however you want to mix that up, they, they still have to do the final step of this. So I don't want anyone to leave the podcast being like, Dave and Joe just told us that this is about to come. They still have to figure out the last section. So it's a billion-dollar startup that still has a major hurdle to overcome. Uh, so I, we'll have to see if we get there. And then maybe once they do and these things are alive, we can revisit the conversation. Yeah, yeah, because they, they, I think they said in the article that they have like 99% of, of the DNA of the woolly mammoth. Right. So they have to fill that last 1% with something. With with that frog, with that frog from Jurassic Park. Yeah, it could be it could be the la like a one percent DNA from an elephant, and but hopefully it's something that like like not the frog, you know, <laughs> frog, you know, frog, because, woolly mammoth. Well, because they found out, remember in the movie, they're like, uh, you know, that frog, like the frog DNA is known to change yes. genders in the wild. Yep, and it did, and it did, like Jeff Goldblum said, life will, finds a way. Because <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is a smart guy. Yes, he is. Dr. Malcolm, whatever his name was in the movie. <laughs> right, yes. Uh all right, let's uh let's move on. Hopefully uh you know, we don't, you know, in the next like, you know, 20 years we have a a legit Jurassic Park on our hands. Uh so all right, let's uh next story Joe I found. All right. Uh this one comes out of the UK and it says a man lived in a shopping center for 4 years after making a secret uh, flat, basically it's a secret little apartment uh, in an unused room. Really? I, I feel like I've heard this before. I've heard of people like staying overnight in like a Walmart behind like a display of toilet paper just for fun. And is this a, is this a recent article or an older yeah. one? No, this is recent. It just showed up in my, uh, my newsfeed. <laughs> okay. Because I have definitely heard this before, but I don't know if it was four years like that. Yeah. Four years. So my, like my, my question is, if, if that's where he's living, rent-free, you know, he's got electric, you know, there's probably plugs in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's, he's just paying for his, his food. Uh, I'm not sure if this little room had a shower or stuff like that. I don't know. It didn't get into all that. Right. Uh, but my question is, like, how did this guy, like, come and go from the secret room? It had a door somewhere. So he had to come out of it every day and go into it every day. And was every day, like, a sneaky little... Oh, excuse me, like a sneaky little entrance or exit from this little area. Right. I, I mean, does it, does it, did, do you have any kind of description about like where the entrance and exit was, or is it just a, just an article? It just says, uh, it, there was a unused undeveloped space hidden in the building structure. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't say where it doesn't say where it was. 
But you would think that, like, when I saw this, I'm like, how did nobody in four years pick up on it? Like, there's there's shopping, like, shopping center, shopping mall employees that are there every day. And they're like, that guy is here every single day. Right, right. And we see Why him, does this guy walk it every day? Yeah, like, I never see him come in the mall, but he's always in here. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's weird. And I... I mean, four years is a pretty long time to keep that up because I could see like someone keeping it up for like call it like three to six months, right? But yeah. then four years is actually, I mean, all things considered, is a pretty long time to keep pulling that off, I think. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You were correct. Uh, he moved in four years later before eventually being caught in 2007. This isn't, this is an old article, it just somehow it resurfaced. Oh, okay. So the, what we're doing today is we're doing this is called Weird News Classic. Yes. Weird news in history. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is a little older article. I didn't realize. Uh, but still, yeah. he. But he, but even so, somewhere in the mid two thousands, he managed to pull this off for four years. Yeah. How's it start though? Like, I mean, obviously he needed a place to stay, so he stumbled across this room. Okay, and thought, you know, I could live I, here. I could stay here. Yeah. And then he started. He furnished it like. So he had to put like a couch and like he had to take things in there. How did no one notice that he's dragging like a couch like down the mall? <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? Honestly, this is one of those things where um, I think everybody kind of makes the assumption that everybody would notice, right? Yeah. But when you when you think about it though, when you think about it though, it it might just be something that was so out of place and out of mind for most people that they just. You know, you just don't, you don't, your, your brain isn't looking for it, right? You're not, you, you, you kind of put it off, right? You don't care that you see the same guy every day or security never needs to go back there because why would they need to go back there, right? Yeah. In four years, like so they did eventually catch him. So you, but, but in that four year time frame, like nobody, you know, opened the door and looked in like, what is this? <laughs> right. Like, Storage room B, right? Yeah. <laughs> does it say, does it say what finally tipped anybody off whether it was security or mall employees or something does nope. it say what tipped them off no nope. just says eventually caught in 2007 and then he moved out did i, I well I, I more i guess congrats like congratulations you were able to hide in a mall for four years i actually that's kind of like the when you're a kid you know like when you're a kid and you and you would go to the mall with your parents at least i did maybe i'm the weirdo who did this i always thought as a kid like what if what if they closed the mall and were in it Oh, and you could like sneak in like the arcade. Yes. Uh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I always had that when I was, you know, like eight, nine, 10 years old, that mm -hmm. was always like the thought in the back of my mind was like, well, oh man, if we're in the mall tonight, I'll get, I'll get to do whatever I want. Yeah. Just run around, you know, steal food, video games. play. <laughs> yeah. It's the ultimate, it's like the ultimate, uh, night vacation. I don't know what you want to call it. Right. Like yeah. Does this guy have friends. Like, Unless he was like an absolute hermit, he had to have had friends, people that he talked to, and never did they like like. I guess, I mean I guess you could avoid having people over to your you know house. I, I guess you could, right? But 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 they your house. Yeah, it's like so, so. He obviously never had anybody over because he couldn't, or you know, or the you know the gig yeah. is up. But uh, I don't know. Like I, I guess maybe he could just. Just say like, oh, like just make up some place. Like, oh, I live out, you know, on the east side, you know, over there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's kind of an open, kind of an open concept type thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> open concept. 
<laughs> I live in a I live in a building uh, down the road there. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, the mall. I uh, rent a space. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what he told people. Maybe he said he rented a space. Yeah, in the mall. Yeah, I doubt it. But all right, what's uh, you got a story too, right? Yeah, yeah, I got another one here. So this is this is I have I have two today that I'm going to share. Uh, one is one is like funny. The other one's kind of like a little more shocking. Uh, but this this one I thought was was really interesting. So man attempts trip to Sydney, Australia, and ends up in Sydney, Montana. Wait, did he put it in the GPS? Yeah. Wait, how? Wait, you can't even put it in the GPS wrong because no, you can't. Right, you can't drive there. Right. Uh, yeah. How did that even happen? So he booked he booked the trips oh. on uh, I forget which airline it was, but this is this is kind of crazy how how. I'm actually surprised this doesn't happen more often. Wait, so he was in was New he York. From? Okay, all right. So from coming New from New York, all right. Okay. And he he went on to like Delta or United or whatever and mm-hmm. bought tickets and was at what was 100 100% convinced he had the tickets that he needed to Sydney, Australia. Apparently, in the middle of his flight, he's looking out the window and he realizes that he's just landing in Montana. Right? <laughs> like how weird would that be? I mean, I and, guess it's definitely a, a whoopsie, you know, as far as uh, he, he probably just typed in, uh, you know, Sid, it started typing out Sydney. Yeah. And it just like, you know, auto completed. And he's like, oh, there it is. And uh, well, here, you know, what? on that note, I got to throw this in there because this is how what you just said is exactly what the problem is. Sydney, Australia mm-hmm. is the, the airport code is SD. Why? Okay. And S- the airport oh. code where, where he was going S-Y-D. was S Y D. Oh. So yeah, I mean that's uh but okay. I think a flight from, from New York to Montana is probably gonna be about like five hundred bucks. Oh he that's he said that. He said I was surprised with how cheap it was. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, he didn't <laughs> notice that it wasn't like two thousand dollars. <laughs> Yeah, because he probably bought, and what happened was, right, he's looking at how cheap it is, and he's thinking, I better buy these tickets right now. You know, when you're boarding a plane, they they say on the on the little loudspeaker there, like, you know, flight, uh, you know, one, two, three, heading to, uh, uh, you know, yeah. Boston. I guess they only say Boston, but, you know, or they, they don't. Or, Maybe you know, they said to, Sydney. They just probably said Sydney. He's like, oh, that's me. Going, like, buckle up. Like, like okay, he didn't like he didn't have a conversation with the guy like next to him, or you know, it was like, oh man, like this is gonna be a long flight, huh? You know, it's gonna, he's looking at him all funny, like it's it's like three hours. Yeah, but right? the guy, he didn't he didn't look at that. He didn't look at the flight times. That's like one thing you look at when you're buying flights is yeah. how long is this gonna be? Is there any layovers? Uh, right, everybody looks at that. Yeah, he's like three hours, huh? Must be the time difference, maybe. Like that that's fast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Nothing you know tipped this I- guy off. <laughs> Nope, that might be part of it too, because I think, I think technically when you fly, and I'm not 100% aware of this, so somebody's going to look it up and tell me I'm wrong, but I think Sydney is, are they ahead, Australia's ahead or behind the United States? Uh, look up, uh, look up Australian time right now. Just look it up real fast. That's what I'm doing. Yep. Eastern to Australian time. Yeah, we'll okay. see. All right. They are six, okay, they're actually 16 hours ahead, so you lose, well, it's one 25 p.m. in Eastern time right now. It's like the Saturday. day before. Yeah. Or it's no. a day after. It's oh, 5 it's 25 a.m. Sunday. So you lose time when you fly to Australia. So 
but even so, you're right. Like something should have stood out to him, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a big trip. You know, that's not that's not like hopping, you know, from uh, you know, from Pittsburgh to, you know, Miami. Like th- that that's a massive flight to be on. And and like when you get on one of those flights, it's not gonna be one of them like, you know, smaller jets they have. Right. It's gonna be a big like international, oh, yeah. like big ass plane because they got to carry yeah. a lot of fuel. A, a BAP, right? Yeah, a big ass plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the BAP seven, like or seventy seven. <laughs> you fly in? I I flew a BAP seventy seven. Yeah, like oh wow, that's a big one. But yeah, <laughs> it's just funny to me that that none of the things that you would typically look at like on on a flight set this guy off or tipped him off. And like no. I said, the fact that like when he got on the plane. All, all the all the people that were there, he didn't like. I'm I'm a I'm a talker on the plane. Like I'll bullshit with people, right? And you know, it's like so. Like in the first thing, you maybe you know, it, especially if you're going to Australia and you're leaving from New York, uh, you know, you, you maybe say something like, uh, oh, you know, how how long you guys how long are you guys gonna be in? Uh, in well, I guess if he said Sydney, <laughs> <laughs> right? See, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I know this is hilarious and weird and funny, and it almost, and we can poke fun of him for not noticing. But I can totally see how uh, if yeah. you're not paying attention, or if you're just glancing up at the board, or if you're just looking at your ticket and everything says Sydney, you're like, okay, I'm going to Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I guess, as I as I keep talking through it, I keep finding like, okay, I'm like maybe this really could have happened to where he just didn't pick up on it, uh, you know. Or but it'd be funny if somebody was like, oh no, it's just a layover for me. Like just a layover in Sydney, Australia. All of the things, right? <laughs> all of the things lined up so that he just—that's that seems to be what it was. All the things lined up so he never noticed where he was going. And to boot, they're spelled differently. Oh, they are actually spelled differently. Yeah, Sydney, Australia is S Y D N E Y. Yeah. Um, it's Sydney, Montana is S I D N E Y. Okay, all right. Or, well, emphasis on I guess on the S I D, not the N. Yeah. S I D N E Y. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good though yeah well at least he didn't get it the other way because that would have been way worse oh geez oh wow can you imagine like man this flight to this flight to montana is so long it's really expensive but i gotta go so you know i guess i'll charge this one on the old credit card you know twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> get to montana from new york yeah it's like god i've been on this plane for like 15 hours <laughs> exactly like, like i didn't know there was i didn't know there was ocean between us like must be one of the Great Lakes. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and he gets off the plane. Like, good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I put another shrimp on your barbie. Yeah. Oh, actually, don't ever say that when you're in Australia. They will probably punch you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're allowed to. They, right? they do not like that. <laughs> no, no, because that's the that's the dumb American way to say anything Australian. Yeah, they would actually say prawn. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Put another prawn on the Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I'm going to move on to my next one so we keep this rolling. All right. All right. So mine comes out of uh, good old Florida. Uh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Always Florida. They always seem to make the news uh, in the weird news somewhere. They do. All right. So this one is a uh, from the AP News. It says, uh, burglars call 911 to get help moving stuff. Uh, is it stuff that they were stealing? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so hang on. Let me, I'm getting older now. Let me put my reading glasses on. Okay. Some okay, fine, old man. Some fine text here. It uh, says, two, yep. two people in Florida were arrested after one of them made a 911 call 
to get help with moving their belongings from the home they were just burglarizing. <laughs> Wait, they didn't even they didn't even get the stuff back? No, they, they go call, from the house. And they called 911? Yes. How dumb is that? Wait, this is I mean, this just has all the like like this is really? Florida. This is Florida written all over it. Sorry, I mean, Florida. Really? <laughs> yeah, so they were like why, first of all, why would you call 911? Like, that's your first mistake. Yeah. Like, call a buddy or, uh, hell, even a moving company. And this isn't on the Onion or the Hard Times or something. This is real. It's real. Go rent a U-Haul. Like, anything. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. So they, they called the police, and they're like, hey, we need help moving this uh, We need help moving this couch. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. TV couch. That's not something. what 911 is for. I mean, they, I know it's to protect and serve. But they ain't gonna serve you like that. No, uh, they're not call. They're not calling. Uh, you know, Joe's Joe's moving company. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So they uh, they got in trouble and went to jail. Idiots. I I still do not understand how this came to be. No, like like one of them, one of them had to be the complete idiot that decided uh, to, to call nine one one. And oh, I think I have a good sound. Too. Here we go. So, all right. So his buddy, he gets out. He's like, "Hey, who who'd you got the phone with?" He's like, "It's like, oh, I just called nine one one to help us move." You idiots! <laughs> <laughs> right, because the other right, the other one has to be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like what? <laughs> like, and they show up, uh, you know, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, you got." Do you think they knew right away when they like th they probably came obviously out of like curiosity, uh, you know, and they're like. Like someone called us to move this stuff, and they started like kind of snooping around, like looking at the pictures on the yeah, walls, like, and like you guys you don't live, you guys here. aren't any of these pictures here. <laughs> well, Something's I, I want to hear. Okay, and you know they record nine one one calls, so I want to hear oh the nine one one call. They should release that. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> so if we ever, if if it ever is released, if this story ever gets any updates, I would love to hear that. Yeah, I wish I had like way to like change my voice to a phone call voice. Uh, <laughs> So, all right, let's uh, let's jump into your next one. All right, this one is terrible, but it has a good ending. So, uh, don't worry, we're not talking about anyone that you know. Well, I'll just say it; they didn't pass away here. So, residential care facility faces ten thousand dollar fine. Oh, I saw after, this. Yep. Okay, you saw this one after Iowa funeral director finds woman pronounced dead gasping for air in a body bag. Like what? Oh no, I didn't see this one. This is something different. That's yes. How'd that happen? Like they just like, uh, like she's, I, I mean, think she's they, dead. Let's throw in the like. Basically, yes. They they the the resident nurse or whatever. Um, there was no breath sounds. They were not able to locate a pulse. Okay. Um, well, she at least they were the proper abdomen, proper you right? know, steps, I guess. So she's like, at least according to the 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 nursing home, they're like, okay, she's dead they contacted the family told them that she died they contacted the funeral home put her in a bag and the the funeral director finds her alive like what yeah that that'd be alarming you know as far as like you know a funeral director you know getting i mean that is like a kind of a you know sensitive subject we don't stick on this one too long but no we don't but this just and we will talk about weird news like this is i'm just, thinking from like the funeral director standpoint like when you know, when, you know, the, you know, the body arrives, you know, like normal, cause that's what they do. Yeah. And then to find that she's not dead 
would be really alarming, like super alarming. You are, like you are, I, I don't even know what my reaction would be. It would He'd be probably, probably jump 10 feet off the ground. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, what the F is going on here? Yeah, I guess as long as she didn't like wake up, uh, you know, like they do in movies. Like out of out of a coma, they're like oh, you know, they like come to. Oh Jesus, dude! Like that would be scary. Oh, oh God! But yeah. maybe, maybe he just like maybe he just realized that she was still alive, and and you know she wasn't even. Was she would just say like, did she wake up? Is that what happened? Yeah, like she was. Um, now she was. I want to be. I have to. I would be fair to everybody here and say like this. She's not in the best of health or whatever. So she had. She did have some significant health issues. We don't have to go into what they were. Um, so it's 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 kind of reasonable mm -hmm. in a way to understand the mistake that was made. The police aren't even the police aren't even they're not doing any criminal charges or anything either. Uh, it's just an unfortunate series of events all kind of coincided at the same time to to put her in that situation. Yeah, that's uh, that's 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 weird, creepy, uh, and glad you know glad she's still still yeah. alive. It, it ended up it ended up okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I have uh, I have one that also could have ended poorly. Uh, actually, I'll do I'll do this one. Then we're gonna jump into icebreaker, so we have time for those. All right. This one won't take long. It's the last one. This is always my my biggest fear being on the ocean. A sailor was rescued after being adrift in the Caribbean Ocean for twenty four days. What is this? Are we are we? Do we have a theme <laughs> going on right now Just, when it comes to I being know. adrift in the ocean? It just keeps happening. Maybe, maybe because like I'm, I talk about it and maybe like my phone's listening. It's like, oh, I bet he'll like this article. Uh, yeah. So this, uh, this Colombian, uh, oh, the Colombian Navy rescued a man from, yeah, from the Dominican who was, uh, who had survived 24 days of drift in the Caribbean on a sailboat by eating ketchup, garlic powder, and seasoning cubes. Holy. So they were in a, did you say they were in a sailboat though? A sailboat, yeah. So what happened is he like he's he set the sailboat out uh, from the shore, obviously, and mm -hmm. he I don't think it had like I don't think he had the sails or something. It said uh, so he couldn't. Uh, it was just the boat, but it, the the tide took him out, and he caught a current, and the current took him way out, and he could not get oh, back wow. to shore, and he just drifted around uh, for twenty four days. He. Uh, he scratched the word uh, help in the front of his boat. At least it was like a bigger boat. Like it wasn't like a, you know, like a little blow up life raft. That's what I was envisioning in my head is like a little blow up life raft with a tiny, with a tiny sail on it. But this was an actual sailboat. Yeah. So he, he had, you know, very little to eat, you know, some ketchup basically. Right. Uh, but the, he had no water. So he was, every time it would rain, he would lay out his clothes. His clothes were the only fabric he had on the boat. Uh, and he would just soak up the water in his in his uh, cotton, and save it and wring it out and you know uh, wow. drink it from his clothes. Kind of, I mean, I gotta give him some credit there. I mean, that's apparently it worked. That's pretty smart. Yeah, he must have been watching like uh, either he watched a lot of survival shows or, or you know, when you're put in that situation, your mind just goes into like survival mode and you yeah, just figure, right, what do you I do? Figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess when the first time at Randy noticed that all his clothes were soaked, he's like, huh. Maybe I can use these, but yeah, good for him. Uh, a a barge uh, is what picked him up, but a, a plane actually flew by and saw him. And he said, if he had not put the words "help" on the boat, he said that the the pilot said that they would have just kept going. Oh, right, because I mean, as a pilot, how many boats do you fly over 
all the time and exactly. you're just you're like okay it's a boat in the water yep. right yep so they saw they saw it said help on it and they uh they they radioed the closest uh, uh ship and where, a, a where was barge. this at you said the dominican republic that's where he came from or somewhere in the dominican but uh okay he uh but he was in the caribbean ocean and he wow. uh i uh, said the a barge came and actually got him but yeah yeah oh uh dave it's caribbean oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, good callback. <laughs> so yes, previous show we actually looked up the per, the correct pronunciation, and it is Caribbean. Yes, not that it matters. Not that it matters. Not that just it saying. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save. Uh, team minutes left. Perfect. You want to do some icebreakers? Yes. All right, I gotta find my find my icebreaker stuff here. Uh, where is it? Nope. Oh, here. Like I got, got it. All right, so uh, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, are we doing... Describe to me the situation so I know what we're doing first. All right, so uh, we're going to be... We'll do, we didn't do the wedding last time, so we're going to be at a wedding, Joe. Okay, all right. And we haven't seen each other in a while, right? No, no, we're both like... Uh, uh, you know, we're both just there by ourselves, you know, you know uh, attending the wedding. Okay. Uh, we're sitting... Like, we're in the very back row. Oh, we, but we don't even know each other at all. We're just, we just happen to be sitting there. Yeah, let's go to that. We're total strangers. Okay, all right. Let's yeah, let's go. Let's do that one. Yeah, yeah. Right, here we go. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Are you? Uh, can I? Can I get in here? I just want to sit down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks, thanks. You know the? Do you? Are you on the? Was this the bride side or the groom side? I don't even know what side of the wedding I'm on. No, they just said just have a seat. They uh, did. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what side we sit on. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So they're uh, they're getting ready. To, she's coming down the aisle. Oh, look at her go. She, did you bring your camera? No, no, I don't take pictures. I don't, I don't take pictures either. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, man, so, so what's up? What's, what's your so, name? But <laughs> I feel like, uh, get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe, hey, 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 yeah, I have a, wait, what, now that they're up there at the front, mm. I have a, I have a question for you. People are like, shut up over there. Like, oh, oh shit. All right, let's step, let's step over here. I, I don't need to, I don't need to see this. No, this is important. This is important, okay, actually. All right, let's go back here by the gazebo. What's no. up, man? What's up? Right. If, listen, though, listen. If you were the captain of a pirate ship, mm -hmm. what would be the name of your ship? Oh, boy. The name of my ship. That, dude, um, I'll tell you what, man. Like, I think you probably could have saved this until we were sitting in the reception, but, uh, you know, it's fine. <laughs> It's important though this wedding will be this will this will go on for hours yeah um uh the uh, the name of a did you have one so i have a minute to think about it <laughs> oh I, I have mine okay i have mine <laughs> what were you thinking what's the name of your pirate ship i think i think my uh the jolly gamer oh the jolly gamer the jolly gamer yeah it covers all the bases because it's kind of like the jolly roger mm-hmm but it, but it doesn't completely rip off that, you know, and then, uh, and I'm a gamer on the side. So I'm the jolly gamer. Okay. What, what are some names of like some, some famous ships? Maybe I could, uh, uh well, there's the Titanic. Okay. That's right. a famous ship. Yeah. 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 What's another, like the Mayflower. There's, there's the Nebuch how about the Nebuchadnezzar? Oh, the Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to That'd think of a, a funny, one. funny play on words here. Keep going. <laughs> there's, there's the, there's the Enterprise. Oh Yeah. Yeah, the enter, the enterprise. Now nah, I got nothing there either. <laughs> no, right? No, no. no uh, there's the. Um, you should have gave us some advance. So I could have had one ready. <laughs> <laughs> there's, 
what were all the what were all the ships that uh, that landed? Oh, you know, in fourteen ninety two. What were all those ships? Oh, the, 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 the Mayflower, the Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa Maria, right? Oh yeah. That was yeah. that what Columbus brought with him? I don't remember. <laughs> no, the Columbus sailed on the Mayflower. He did, yeah. Right. Yeah, and, the other ones oh were the God. other ships, right? Yes. Why am I mixing this? This the, is like one of those stories that is like not what you think it is, too. I know. It's, it's a little foggy. It's been a long time since I remember learning about this. Well, plus, because they've also they've also kind of changed up the entire Columbus thing, right? Like, we still have Columbus Day and everything, but everything that you and I learned in school on Columbus was basically... But it's like, wait a minute, we're in the back of the church. I'm like, boy, this conversation went off track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't need, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, I, I don't have a ship name. That's a hard one, man. Like you, that, okay. Okay. So you have to, you have to pick a name in like three seconds. You ready? Okay. Three, two, one. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the blank. I got it. You could be the blank mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I'm thinking like, I was trying to go off of something like the, you know, the black pearl, you know, from. Right. Uh, yeah. But I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, I'll be the uh, I'll be the brown squirrel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you should go with that. I would love I would love for you to pull into port on the brown squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, my uh, my my mother and father in law uh, just got a pontoon boat. Okay. And I told them I told them to name it four hundred one. Not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Four for the oh. uh, four hundred one. Not okay. <laughs> That's not. That, that was funny to me. <laughs> I don't. I. I. I'm. I'm having trouble connecting the dots. Okay, so four, I. Oh, I, I assumed, which I was incorrect, that uh, I'm like, oh, they probably had to take some money out of their four hundred one k. Oh, to pay shoot. for the boat. So I was like, oh, this would be a funny play. Is to call it four hundred one. Not okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, I, 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 I'll tell you, it's, it is, it is mildly amusing. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad it wasn't a total dud. No, it was not. Uh, all right. So let's put us in another situation here. Uh, all right. And you're going first this time, right? Yeah. I'm sad the boat name I came up with was the Brown Squirrel. I, I, felt, <laughs> I feel like I'm. I have more creativity than that. But that's all I got on the spot, man. All right. All right. So let's see. Um, I'll do. Here's a. I don't know what this is. Oh dear God, no. That's the concert. Are we, are we at the club? <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Fine, whatever. Here we go. All right, we're in, we're in the oh, we're in the bathroom at a club. Yeah, yeah. It's just, wait, it's wait, 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 wait. Rock concert or a club? Yeah, man, this is a rock concert, man. I gotta All right. I gotta pee. Oh, hey. What's up? Oh, Joe, is that you, man? Oh, Dave, man. What's going on? Mm, I didn't en- know you were coming tonight. Just enjoying this concert, man. It's, it's loud. Let me let me close the door the rest of the way. Here we go. Oh, Woo. dude. Did you leave left the door for the restroom open because there's like 150 people out there? It was a lot of people. It was loud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how you been? I haven't seen you for, you know, I haven't seen you for 30 years. It's been a I, long time. I, it has been a while. I think we went to that. I think last time I saw you, we went to that. We used to be in that band together in high school. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were in a band together. <laughs> yeah. We played all the shows. I guess it had been about 20 years ago then. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so 20, 30, uh, who's, who's keeping track anyway? Yeah, speaking of music though, man, uh, since last time I saw you, I, I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah, and I, sure, I forgot to. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that happening. Do you ever get a commercial jingle stuck in your head? <laughs> yeah, 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 that happens to me all the time. Yeah? Any specific yeah. ones? 
Yeah. In fact, I just had one stuck in my head the other day. Oh, God, what was it? It's, uh, you know that uh, Farmers jingle? Oh, what's the, yes. We, oh, we farmers. farmers. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've, that's a good one. Um, I, I had, I get the one from like way back in the day when we were kids. It's the, uh, uh, it's the one was, it's like Lebanon church from Pittsburgh. Remember that? Oh, minutes, yes. What was that was from? Was that a car commercial? I don't I remember. I was, like minutes, minutes from the mall. Yeah. Cause it was Lebanon, Lebanon, Lebanon church road, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. But what so was it for to, though? It was uh, Lebanon church road. Century, oh, Century Ford. Chevrolet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lebanon Church Road, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yes, you, <laughs> minutes from the mall. <laughs> yes, yes. I and you know what's so interesting? You bring that one up because I can still hear that damn commercial in my head. Oh, me too. Yeah, that one stuck with me for well for years. Every Forever. so often, Carrie and I will like sing it. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it just pops back into your head. Uh, another one for me is the Folgers commercial. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. The best part of waking up. <laughs> yes. But you know what? Do they? I think coffee commercials have kind of changed. Because you remember the cliche coffee commercial when we were kids was always two people, or at least one person, one person getting up to make the coffee, and then the other person rising out of bed with, like, their hair was already done. And they're like, they just, oh, yeah, like, mm, I smell coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they go down there, and they're both both people are just they're they're, they're happy. Looking, yeah, they look like they're going out for the night, yeah. right? And it's like seven a.m. And they're like all like cozy. I'm like, mm, like I'm so yeah. I love this coffee that just woke me up. Uh, you know, me, me, like reality is like uh, you walk out, you got like raging yeah, like, bedhead. Mm, yeah, and you're, you're like, like mm, some coffee. Oh, I have such a headache. I slept on my neck long. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> did you let the dog out yet? <laughs> like, oh, where, where is my other slipper? Where? Yeah, make me a cup of coffee, please. I got the stupid dog out. <laughs> yeah, that's reality. Yeah, the best part of waking up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's like almost like the Trey Parker and Max. Yeah. I'll just in your cup. <laughs> You know what? Would you know which one from that era sticks out with me too? Is the juicy fruit commercial? Remember, I, juicy fruit is gonna move ya. That one. I don't remember that one that much. Oh, you don't remember juicy fruit? I remember the commercial, but uh, I don't remember the jingle. Like I don't remember uh, that I one. Could, everyone listening to the podcast right now is going, "Yeah, juicy fruit is gonna move ya. It chews us off. It gets right through ya." Which is kind of a weird line when you think about it. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it is. But I don't. I really don't. I don't remember that one. Oh, you don't remember Juicy Fruit? No. They always had, and they were always like extreme sports people. Like they were always uh, like water skiing, or or hang gliding, or something. It's like, and I'm like, I don't think you really want to be chewing gum while you're doing that. Yeah. Oh, this is a little bit off. Uh, but okay. Do, but do you remember? Do you remember the uh, the Mentos Fresh Maker commercials? Oh yeah, absolutely Mentos. Yes. Uh, there was a whole jingle that went with that too. But there's a uh, there's a skit that they did like not not a skit but uh, they 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 pieced together. Do you remember the movie Kickboxer? Uh, I I did you and I used to watch it at your house? Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Kickboxer. But anyway, there's a scene where Jean Claude Van Damme is like running like across boats, and he's like he's trying to evade these two police officers. Yeah, and they put that to the Mentos Freshmaker song. <laughs> 
okay. That sounds hilarious. And dude, at the very end, he jumped in the back of this like uh, uh, little carriage where like it was like that, like a person was like, you know, had the two handles and they were like, like pulling the little carriage. Uh, he jumped in the back of it and then reached up out of it and like kind of waved and they paused it right at the very end. Like, like, is it like they do in the show, like in the commercial where it looked like he may have had like a Mentos in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, while you were talking about this, I looked this up. This is actually a, a meme with his movies. Yeah. So I'm, oh, you found it? Yeah, I found it like seven hilarious, of them. dude. <laughs> so they took the Mentos commercial and they put it to all these classic Jean-Claude Van Damme movies from, you know, from the 90s when he was always like running from something. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so you listen to the old Mentos commercial. Dude, it fits perfectly. It's so it good. It does. <laughs> I'm watching one right now. So we'll have to share one. We'll have to share it. If you're, yes, if you, we will share one. But if you're, if we, for, if we forget or you want to look one up right now, go to YouTube and search Mentos Jean Claude because it matches with the old cheesy Mentos commercials perfectly. Yeah, they did an amazing job on that. Dude, I was laughing so hard when I saw it the other day. All right, so let's do. We got a, like a minute or a couple minutes here left. Let's do another one. Okay. Um, this one, Joe. We're gonna be. Are you asking? Are you asking me? No, no where are we you're, at? You're, uh, you're asking me this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're gonna be in a zombie apocalypse. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Oh no! Oh, no, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. Wait. Oh, oh, dude, hey, come on. This Dave? way. This way. There's a lot of zombies. That way. We need to run. Let's, let's, let's duck in here. Let's duck yeah. in here, man. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, God. That guy, that guy just fell off the building. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. I'm so bad at this. Right. Oh, this. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Did you accidentally hit the button for the song? <laughs> I, I hit the song or I hit the weird news again. <laughs> that uh, would be weird news though, right? That would be weird news. All right. So, okay, man, so now that we got away from those uh, zombies... Yeah, uh, yeah. What's uh, what's oh, up? What's up? Got, I can't believe we got out of there. Oh, okay. Do you have any provisions? Did you bring anything with you? No, that's not the icebreaker. No, I brought a bottle of ketchup. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I have these. I have these. Like, I have like these bullion cubes we can eat. Perfect. I heard you can survive yeah. for twenty four days on this. Yes, thank God. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey. Since we're gonna be stuck here for a while, you want to just like I don't know. You want to you know just talk or you know shoot the shit or something? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> what do you have in mind? All right. All right. If you had to be stuck in the middle of a natural disaster, mm -hmm. which one would you choose to be stuck in? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay. Um, I mean, would you consider a zombie apocalypse a natural disaster? You can't use this one. You can't use this one. Oh, oh something something use... other than the current one. Yeah, yeah. You have to use you have to use a different one because you and I are both stuck here now. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So you got like you know you got monsoons. Mm -hmm. You have uh, tornadoes, hurricanes. Uh, definitely not a definitely not an earthquake. Like avalanche, earthquake, um, extreme, just regular good old fashioned extreme wind. Uh, tidal wave. Mm -hmm. Tidal um, wave would be bad. Slide. Bad. I guess. Yeah, man, that's a toughie. I think for me, I'd probably want. Okay. Where am I at? Am I stuck inside or am I like just out in the elements? You are since we since we have all of this time and we're we're safe in this room. Yeah. You have you can you can completely craft the situation however you like, but you have to pick one to be stuck in. If like, I'm okay like you're, you're if, in the middle of it because you didn't get out in time or something like that. If I am in in my house, I would much rather 
I'd rather have like a blizzard, like a really bad snowstorm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm talking like feet. You know, we're like, yeah. you can't leave for like days on end. I could deal with like, that. Yeah. Like eight feet. Okay. Safe inside the house. Maybe yeah. a little bit just for the house at some point. Sure. It's a lot of, a lot of snow, a lot of weight on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have to be careful, you know, you know, trying to run your furnace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, that's true. Right. Cause that, that gets that. You don't want the exhaust to be, you know, plugged up. Ooh, but anyway, yeah. uh, that's a good point. That's, that is a safety tip coming to you from the Gen Extra <laughs> podcast. If I am. Hey, that's actually true though. It is. Yeah. I think there are sensors built into it. That they would, it would, it would know, but the, you know, to shut off. Yeah. if it is a faulty furnace and, uh, you know, then you're just pumping your, uh, exhaust yeah. right into your house. No, and that's bad. bad. That's bad. If I am outside in the elements against mother nature, I guess depending on where I was at, I may consider a tornado. Okay. Okay. Because, because there's something about it that's kind of interesting. It is, but at the same time, like a tor- like a direct tornado hit is pretty slim if it was out and about. Okay. Right. Uh, so, you know, yeah, there's going to be lots of wind, but I feel like in that case, like there would be possible ways you could shelter yourself, even if it's like laying in a ditch. Ah, oh, that's true. Right. The chance, like, because they say, like, a ditch, low-lying area, mm-hmm. um, protected, some type of hardened structure, you know, not 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 like a house, but like a hardened structure, something yeah. made out of. Could find a basement, perhaps. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but like a hurricane. It's just there's just no, it's everywhere. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't really yeah you can't really dodge a hurricane. Yeah, like a uh, like a tsunami or something. You know that that's that's bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd go with the tornado. What, what about you? What, what were you thinking? Well, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the classic here. Uh, if I had to pick one to to be stuck in, mm-hmm. okay, like I couldn't get out in time. I'm stuck in one. I am definitely going. Oh, hang on. News reporter. Oh, L- let me, oh, let me oh. peek out the door. Okay. Oh, oh, close the door. Close the damn door. Okay. Yeah, it's still happening. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. So we have time though. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm definitely going news reporter, middle of the beach, middle of a hurricane, because that seems apparently, apparently that's the safest place to be. Okay. I see where you're going with this. Right. How many news reporters in the middle of a hurricane go and stand on a beach and continue to tell the camera or whoever, or record just on their own. Hi. Hi, Dan. I'm right here. Coming to you live. (laughs) From beach, from beach seven down here in Miami, Florida, the hurricane is definitely here. I'm standing in the middle of it, and there's like trees blowing in the background. Yeah, there's cars like, rolling through. down the beach. Yeah, but like the he's the, fine. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got we got 137 mile an hour winds, but he mind he's just planted right to the sand. <laughs> yeah, like, like what? Like, or they're holding, or they will sometimes like hold on to something. Like there'll be like a chain link fence or something that they're holding on yeah, to. He's got like, like both hands on like a on like a pole, and his legs are just up in the air in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> he's completely horizontal. Yeah, he's totally fine. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so I'm gonna go with if if I'm gonna if I have to experience one of these natural disasters, I'm just gonna go to the beach like the news reporter does. And I'm gonna and I'm just gonna report the news from the beach. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, so I think uh, <clears throat> for time reasons, Joe, we should probably wrap this one up. Well, we're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, apparently, too. So that's true. We should probably uh, probably just hide hide here for a while. Uh, Sounds good. So yeah. So yeah. If if everything goes as planned, also too, 
on the next show, we may have a special guest or guests. That's always, yeah. hard, that's always a hard I, word to say. I, assuming things work out, I'm excited about that one. But even if they don't, we'll still bring you a show. Yeah. Do you ever do you have a hard time doing the the like on the end of a word like that? The wait, the what? Like when you say guests. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the guests. Yeah. <laughs> like when you say like gonna... the plural of ghost. Ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's it doesn't really because you have to you, you have to you, force you, that extra out. Yeah, it's a, it, very much so. Yeah. In fact, I never notice it. Now that you brought it up, I'm going to continue to notice it. So thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> ghosts. Uh, <laughs> That's like period. Oh God. <laughs> so all right, yes, but yeah, we might have a special guest on uh, or uh, two guests next uh, next episode. Hopefully that works out. And uh, yeah, thank you guys all for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. See you next time.